Scientists, they say they have discovered, just in time for Halloween, what they believe to be the scariest movie of all time. Here's a movie critic and our friend Peter Howell joins us now here on Global News Radio. Hey, Peter, good afternoon. Uh, Jeff, how you doing? I'm well, thanks. Uh, Tell us a bit about this movie, Host. What is it? What is it all about? And why do scientists believe that this is the scariest movie of all time? Well, I mean, far be it for me to argue with science, but I'm kind of puzzled by this choice. Like, it's this movie's 57 minutes long, which is actually a good thing. Um, and it's basically it's basically uh, based on Zoom, which incredibly dates it. It just seems so last year that these pals get together and have a seance via Zoom and all kinds of nasty things happen. But it's like a half an hour into the movie before any of the mayhem starts. And then it's a series of jump scares. Um, and they're well done. And there's some scary stuff. But I'm absolutely baffled as to how this could rank as the scariest movie of all time. It, it just uh, I'm left speechless. Yeah, like you say, you don't want to argue with science, but tell us the science behind this. Uh, Why do researchers, I mean, how do they quantify that this is the scariest movie of all time? I wonder if they factored in annoyance, because a great deal of the movie (laughs) is like people, they have to tell them to unmute, and it's like watching somebody set up a Zoom call. Oh, that Uh, sounds entertaining. That sounds fun. I think uh, all of us have lived that enough over the last year and a half. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I can't can't think of a movie that is more dated than this one. It just like, I kept thinking, wow, this, this seems so 2020. Okay, but they are uh, monitoring people's heart rates. Is that what they're doing here, Peter, yeah. these researchers? Apparently so. Um, I wonder how old the people are that, they, that they're monitoring, though. It's that, like, the, the research seems kind of weird. It's like, like 250 people or something, and they did it over a series of weeks. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know the whole methodology, but I'm, there's so many more scarier movies. Yeah, well, I mean, it's somewhat interesting that they are trying to quantify scary, and they're doing that, I guess, by uh, people's blood pressure and their rising uh, heart rate and, and heartbeats. But uh, tell us, as somebody who's seen more than their fair share of uh, films and uh, somebody who considers film to be maybe more art, obviously, than uh, science, is this the most accurate way, the best way to go about rating what is the scariest or most chilling film of all time? You know, I don't. I have to say no because I'm. I'm. I'm I, I can't believe the result. I mean, last year's was was sinister. It was a 20, 2012 movie with uh, Ethan Hawke, which, in my review of it, I said it was more stupid than scary. It's like he he, he plays a uh, a guy trying to to, to re- reconnect his author authorship mojo, and he moves into a haunted house, and it's just stupid. It's like the classic thing is why don't you just turn on the lights? You know. Right. Um, so I don't know. It, it, I would love to hear the scientific science behind this, but I think with as with anything to do with movies, if you try or or music or art or anything, if you try to turn it into a science or or, or a commercial thing, it's, it's it you usually fail. Yeah, it doesn't work, right? And the average resting heart rate is around sixty four beats per minute, and they believe Host to now be the scariest film of all time because audience members' heart rates were as high as 130, which is a fairly good workout for those that uh, track their uh, heart rate, maybe with a smartwatch or something uh, working out. But uh, again, just because your heart's racing a a little more doesn't necessarily make a movie scary. And really, if there's more kind of fluctuations maybe in your heart rate, I would think, uh, where they're taking you through some sort of emotional uh, journey, you could maybe argue that makes a movie better or more scary. Yeah, I mean, if your kid was hitting you with a Nerf bat, you'd probably hit 130 beats per minute as well, you know. It's, uh, and uh, the host is a bit like that. Okay, well, tell us then, uh, Peter Howell, over your years and seeing so many uh, films, what do you consider to be, I mean, let's uh, throw a uh, host aside here for a second, what do you consider to be the scariest film of all time? 
Well, I'm glad you asked. I mean, it's, it's sort of an offside choice, but I, I have to say it's uh, it's the second Alien movie, the one called Aliens, plural. Uh, James Cameron, um, you know, Sigourney Weaver returns as the intrepid Ripley. And then they really go at the aliens this time. So um, it went from being sort of a, the original Alien was like kind of a, a haunted house or, or, or monster in the machine type movie to being like, let's really confront these aliens. And I, I, it still creeps me out after all these years. It came out in 1986. Yeah, I was going to say, is that the one where Paul Reiser is? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> it's, the... it's like, to me also, that's the dawn of the corporate weasel. I mean, I know that there is um, many corporate weasels before that, but I mean, in terms of like a horror scenario where he's deliberately altering the circumstances just for sheer greed and, and you know, all that, um, that rank still ranks really high. Okay, and I like that because you're right. It's not a choice that uh, you would, uh, you know, necessarily go to uh, immediately. But obviously, this is a movie that uh, was this one you saw before you were a movie critic, just a movie oh, fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and the, way, the way I measure it, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but the way I measure it is that if I feel depressed after a horror movie, it, that means it's usually really made an effect on me because um, I just feel like the whole world is caving in. And when I saw Aliens, I remember seeing it with a couple of friends, and I think it was the Blur Cinema I saw it in. Um, for the next two days, I felt totally depressed. I just felt like, because there's an element of disease about aliens. It it, it, it actually does resonate with current times because the, the the aliens are so pervasive. They feel like a a really bad infection. So it was like um, that whole that whole kind of intense feeling of dread really stayed with me. I got to see it again. I got to view it again. I did see yeah, it in absolutely. the theaters as well uh, during its uh, first run, and it is a scary movie, absolutely. Particularly when you do see it uh, on the uh, big screen in its uh, full effect. You want a couple other recommendations? Yeah, absolutely. I would put number two, Personal Shopper from 2016. That's by Olivier Essayas. He's um, a French director. It stars Kristen Stewart as the the personal shopper for a rich woman, and she travels around uh, different points in Europe buying up stuff for a, a, a rich woman who I don't think we ever see. But um, she's a t- she's the twin of a brother who died rather mysteriously, and there's some there's some question that he might still be in the spirit realm trying to contact her, and it's a really chilling movie that has it has quite an amazing ending. You know that's how movie makers sometimes get us because if I see the title Personal Shopper, I'm thinking, well, th- this sounds fun. I'll yeah. uh, I'll go see this. Uh, you know, when I see Aliens, I'm expecting yes to be scared in a horror film. Personal yeah. Shopper, Peter, not so much. <laughs> And then I'll give you the third one. This is a more recent one, Hereditary by uh, Ari Aster. Um, very freaky movie from, I guess, about three or four years ago. And uh, it's it's uh, that's another one. That, that's a more current one that uh, I think people would like as well. All right. Is it too cliche for me to offer up? And uh, I mentioned this. Uh, we were talking about uh, horror films just the other week here on the show. Uh, Psycho. I mean, yes, you got to you got to put that on the list, right? Absolutely. I mean, that, that that's a, I hope that the scientists when they were doing their 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 their, their pulse test included that. I mean, Psycho has a great reveal at the end, which I, which I won't reveal, even though it's 60 years ago. Um, yeah, I mean, classic, uh, you know, uh, something like The Shining, even, you know, The, the Shining is, is still really, really scary. So, yeah, can I throw out one more Hitchcock film? And this, uh, much to your point uh, with Alien, something that uh, people might not think of uh, right away, because I think people would go to the birds next or something. But have you seen it? You know, the film Shadow of a Doubt? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, that film gets me every time. Oh, Teresa yeah. Wright, Joseph Cotton, such yep. a great actor from uh, yep. Hollywood Silver it's Age. Tremendous, tremendous acting and a really, really sinister story. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of movie, to, to me anyway, I guess I'm a bit of a, of a horror snob. It's the feeling of dread and the withholding of information that, that, really, uh, that really gets to you. 
Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, uh, without a doubt. And of course, obviously Hitchcock, uh, a master uh, that was a master of that in uh, suspense. Yeah, and Did, I, I do have to say, with host, just to not totally dump on it, they're very good at withholding whatever it is. It, it's, it's like a, a spiritual, like a, a nasty force that's attacking these girls via Zoom, and they're very good at withholding that. So, all right. Well, listen, there's some so. some great recommendations uh, maybe for this uh, weekend from the uh, great uh, Peter Howell. Peter, it's always a pleasure talking film with you. Thanks Likewise. so much for the time. Happy Halloween. Bye bye. Film critic Peter Howell with us, and we're back after a quick break here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.